Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Good morning. I know, I know the early bird got the worm today. I'm assuming nobody in America on the East Coast that watches these videos is watching now. You're probably still between the sheets or maybe you're uh, just rising up for the morning. It is 6.42 a.m. It's freezing in Thomasville, Georgia. I mean, it is freezing. It got cold last night, but thank the Lord he woke me up today. <clears throat> Gonna be in Psalm 99 just for a minute. <coughs> if you happen to click on or come on, just give me a thumbs up or a quick comment or something like that. I'm gonna dive in here. I <coughs> got a lot of ground to cover today. And so I wanted to come on and uh, give a, a brief devotion from Psalm uh, 99. So I recognize that most of you come back and watch it later. I hope anyway. So Psalm 99, Psalm 99, gonna be in Psalm 100 tomorrow. Oh, 100 tomorrow. Psalm 99, I'm reading in the Amplified Version. The Lord reigns, let the peoples tremble with reverential fear. He sits enthroned above the cherub, let the earth quake. Man, that's a mouthful right there. This is the third time a psalm begins this way. Psalm 93.1, Psalm 97.1 begin the same way. The Lord reigns, the Lord reigns, the Lord reigns. Let that sink in a minute. There are six uh, what are called uh, royal psalms, psalms of enthronement. And this is one of those six psalms of enthronement. Not sure exactly who the author here is of this psalm, but whoever the author is, whether it's David or somebody else, has the revelation of God. Because in verse 1, he just simply says, the Lord reigns. And then when you get down there and it says, um, oh man, let me, find, let me find it. He sits enthroned above the chair, let the earthquake. It reminds me of Isaiah chapter 6. Remember Isaiah chapter 6? In the year that King Isaiah died, Isaiah went into the temple and he said, I saw the Lord seated on, seated on a throne, high and lifted up. And there were seraphim, angelic creatures, and they had six wings. And um, so when Isaiah went into the temple, he had a revelation of the king of glory. And that's the revelation this psalmist has right here. He says there in verse 2, The Lord is great in Zion, or Jerusalem. He is high above all the people. Let them confess and praise your great name. Awesome and reverence inspiring. It is holy and holy is he. Remember the seraphim in Isaiah chapter 6? That's what they were chanting. Holy, holy, holy. So what we find here is 
whoever wrote this psalm has a revelation of the holiness of God, the set-apartness of God. The strength of the king, verse 4, who loves righteousness and equity, you establish in righteousness. You execute justice and righteousness in Israel. Exalt the Lord our God. Worship at his footstool. Holy is he. Moses and Aaron were among his priests. And Samuel was among those who called upon his name. They called upon the Lord and he answered them. Hey, maybe you need to call upon the Lord today. The more I read through these Psalms, the more I find testimony of the psalmist, I called to the Lord and he heard me. I cried to the Lord and he helped me. I called to the Lord and he healed me. Verse seven, he spoke to them in the pillar of cloud. They kept his testimonies and the statutes that he gave him. They were obedient to him. You answered them, O Lord, our God. You were a forgiving God to them although avenging their evil doing and wicked practices. Watch this. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy hill, for the Lord our God is holy. Man, that's a mouthful. So this morning, when I got up, I jotted down a few thoughts here in my journal. I encourage you to keep a journal. So, uh, hey, Liz, you're bright and early. Early bird got the worm. Uh, early bird got the worm today. We're in Psalm 99. Psalm 99. This is one of the six royal psalms. Psalm 99 reminds me of Isaiah 6 when Isaiah went into the temple and saw the Lord high and lifted up. So what the what the psalmist does, well, the psalmist does here, uh, just this is just the way my mind thinks and compartmentalizes things so I can remember. Let me give you let me give you two words this morning. Um, number one, revelation, and then number two, response. The psalmist definitely has a revelation of who God is. Uh, I just read the psalm, and so I'm not going to go back and read it again. But I, I jot down, I jotted down a few words, a few words about the revelation that the psalmist had of God. First of all, the psalmist calls him in in verse one. First of all, the Bible says the Lord reigns. Hey, Robin. Hey, Robin. We're in Psalm 99. So it begins by saying the Lord reigns. And so that word reign comes from a Hebrew word, which means the king. So the psalmist, whoever he is, has a revelation that God is king. In other words, the Lord reigns. He has a revelation of the sovereignty of God. Watch this, the complete controlness of God. If you can ever come, if we can ever come to the place in our lives where we really believe in the complete in controlness of God, it takes away so much stress in our lives. It takes away so much anxiety in our lives. It takes away so much fear on our lives to realize that basically I don't control anything but me. But then really I'm not controlling me. God is controlling me and God and I are partnering together as I'm seeking him to uh, live out my faith. So anyway, Kind of get a little deep right here because the Lord, the Lord reigns, the sovereignty of God. He has the revelation. Hey, Sarah, Sarah has this, has the revelation of the sovereignty of God. The Lord reigns. So, so wherever you are in life right now, the Lord reigns. If everything's going good, everything's going your way, man, the Lord is reigning. If you had a bad day yesterday, 
the Lord is reigning. Yes, Robin, God's got this. Whatever, whatever it is in your life, and Vicky and I were were talking last night about the the pressures of life and the stress of life, and we we really were not complaining. Sometimes I complain; she usually does. We really were not complaining, but we were just talking about the stress of life nowadays and and the stress that pastors and pastors wives are under nowadays i pray you, you pastors out there that that i'm in relationship with man i i pray for y'all regularly i pray for your wives regularly you're under an immense and enormous amount of stress nobody knows nobody knows what the shepherd walks through and so if you're a if you're a pastor that's gonna come on and watch this, hey man, Robin Bostick would say, Robin Bostick Die would say, God's got this. I would say the Lord reigns. The Lord reigns. He had the revelation that God reigns. God reigns. And then and then in 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 verse number verse number two, he calls God great. Great is the Lord. The word great there means to be distinguished of men. It's the same word that I, that uh, Isaiah, hey, Jimmy Lale, we're in Psalm 99, not Isaiah. It's the same word that Jeremiah used. When, when, when God said to Jeremiah, call unto me, I will answer you. I will reveal to you great and mighty things which you do not know. The word great is the same word that the psalmist calls God here great. It means to be distinguished of men. God, so what, what he has the revelation of God, God is God reigns, God is king, and God is distinguished of men. There's no God like God. There's no man like God. God is exalted. God is, God, great. So back to Jeremiah, weaving back and forth. Call and he'll answer us and show us great, distinguished of men, and mighty things. The word mighty there means fenced off or inaccessible. So whatever, whatever place in life you are right now, call unto the great God. He will reveal to you great distinguishive men. He can do things man can't do. And mighty things, fenced off, inaccessible. There's some things that you cannot access, but God can. Let me say that again. There's some things you cannot access, but God can. The so psalmist calls him great. He says that he is high above. That means that he's lifted above every person. In verse number three, he says, God's name is great. I mean, God, we sang about the name, the name of God, the names of God on Sunday. I mean, God has so many names because God's character is so multifaceted. So in verse three, he says that he has a great name. Then he says, terrible. He has a terrible name. Terrible um, in the King James. Awesome. I think it's Psalm 111. I was reading years ago in the old King James Bible. I think it's Psalm 111, I, and I was just reading through, and I came across a verse that said, Reverend is his name. Now, through study, through years of study and going back and reading more and more of the Bible and hopefully remembering some things, when when the Bible says Reverend is his name, it's the same word that the, the psalmist used in here is terrible. It means awe-inspiring or reverential. Anyway, so 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 crazy me, man. I'm reading that in the King James, and it said Reverend is his name. I called our secretary in, and I said, "Okay, let's do this." And we had just ordered stationery. We just ordered business. Y'all remember what stationery is? 
uh, we've, we're kind of paperless society. Now, stationery, church letterhead, church business cards. Called our church secretary and I said, hey, let's order some new stationery. Let's order some new letterhead. She said, you know, we just ordered some. I went, yeah, but but I was reading today in Psalm, Psalms 111, and it says Reverend is his name. So let's take Reverend off of my name. Whoa. And that was the day that I stopped. I didn't stop, but that was the day I took Reverend off my title, Reverend Jimmy Bryson, because I read in the Bible, Reverend is his name. I don't want his name. I can't live up to his name. I'm his child. He's my king. Reverend is his name. Awesome is his name. Awe-inspiring is his name. So, um... So, so, so the psalmist says he is terrible, or he is awe-inspiring, he's reverential. And then it, he calls him holy, which means set apart. So watch the revelation here, okay? He's great, he reigns, he's high above, his name is great, his name is terrible, which is reverential, awe-inspiring, he is holy. That's God, that's the revelation. Do you have that revelation of God today? Because if you do, here will be your response. He says, the psalmist says, I will praise. That means some translations say to give thanks. It's, it's yada, the Hebrew word, to lift the hand, to shoot the hand with gratitude. So whether public or privately, sometimes you shoot your hand up. You shoot your hand up. You see people worshiping God, praising God with hands lifted up. If you see me worshiping the Lord and praising God with my hands lifted up, more than likely, I'm lifting up my hands, expressing yada, praise to the Lord, having the revelation of who God is and what God's done in my life, and I'm lifting my hands as a thank offering to Him, giving Him praise. Just do that right now. Just lift your hands up to the Lord. Just wave your hands to the Lord. You go, well, it's uncomfortable. Well, nobody's watching right now. It's 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> it's just you and Jesus. Lift your hands in gratitude to the Lord. That's our response. And then he says, we're to exalt. We're to lift up. Lift up his name. Lift him up. And then he says, worship. And then he says, exalt again and worship. The word worship there means to bow down, to be prostrate. My, for years, I've believed my definition for worship is this. Love responding to love. When we have a revelation of that God seated on a throne, reigning from heaven, our response is bow down. Our response is, the, the word worship is a word of honor and humility. When we come in the presence of, of someone who is greater than us, God, we give him honor, we give him humility. Yes, we praise, we express our praise with lifted hands or clapped of hand, clapping hands. We express our praise with singing. We express our praise um, dancing. We express our praise, I say shouting. There are many ways to express our praise. And then we also express our worship. To me, praise is more like a high five. Thank you, Lord. I'm not being irreverent. To me, it's kind of like that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's kind of like praise to me. Worship is more honor and humility. Worship is more like a, um, a passionate hug passionate hug. So God deserves our praise. God deserves our worship. Release your praise. 
release your worship to him. Why? Because he's deserving of it. If nothing else, because he deserves it. God inhabits the praises of his people. Hello, Sister Shelley. I'm signing off now. Go back if you would and look. Share this video. We're in Psalm 99. Tomorrow will be in Psalm 100. Uh, God bless you and have a wonderful day.